believe for me, <coughs> it's in moments of isolation and separation from visible life and activity that the questioning of reality and what it is becomes most prevalent in my mind. It's varies based on the atmosphere as well. In an artificial atmosphere, a house or a building is different than outside and your familiarity with that environment also impacts it. Whereas I don't always question reality as much in in my home, in my living room, whereas maybe in a large uh, unfamiliar building I, I might. And expanse often has a uh, an, an impact as well. Um, I'm sitting right now in what was once a um, large retaining pond. And I mean large. Um, throughout my travels across the country, I would tell you that many places would distinguish this as a lake. Um, I would not. And, and and the entirety of the footprint is not all, did not at all at one time hold water, but there's no homes or structures or um, people in my immediate eyesight, but there is environmental devastation. The, the landscape has been altered. It looks unnatural, almost unfinished. And sitting here in this moment, in this time, talking to this recorder for this podcast, I don't know that anything else exists outside of what's here in front of me. And my battery's going down. Hold on one second. Sorry, I had to put the, the recorder on charge and was jolted back into reality as a, a vehicle in this desolate nowhere land. Popped out of nowhere and passed me. Could be simulation. Could merely be just to keep me in the frame of mind that this is reality. I look to the foggy distance. It's been raining and see the skeleton of a, a structure that, as the fog begun, begins to lift, was not completely visible earlier. But it again it looks unfinished. Now, I've been in areas not as broad and expansive, tight little nooks in, in the woods and forest that feel almost claustrophobic in between trees and, 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 and hills, you know, back in tight gullies. And I have to sit down and look at the, the, the magnitude of... of creation around me and, and, and also the detail and wonder, would reality be that detail? Would it not be that we've come to expect the artificial to be more detailed than the real? I think 
we do. I think I do. And I think a lot of that is because a lot of times we we put greater... Um, we, we put more time into dissecting the artificial. And, and sometimes we let the real just kind of pass us by and and kind of ignore the beauty and complexity in reality sometimes. I, I listen to a, a podcast uh, two nights in a row while going to sleep. Uh, it was the Lex Friedman Show, and I forget the name of the uh, scientist he had on, but he was talking about how we really aren't even evolved to to be able to distinguish or to need to distinguish or to want to distinguish on that level biologically, I guess, between what is reality and what is not. Why would we evolve? To that point was, best I can understand the basis of that, it it, it will be a, a podcast that I will have to ingest numerous, numerous times to even start to understand because I, I won't be dishonest with you. I don't, <clears throat> I don't understand it yet. Um, you know, I, I, I have the same issue with um, what we consider infinity and, and what we consider the universe and how infinite it is. I don't I don't understand it. I've put, put great time into trying to, to tackle the subject, but I, I, I don't understand it. Um, other than to say I feel humbled and uh, awestruck by the ideal and by the explanation as far as I can understand it to this point. But I don't understand what it is necessarily and, 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 uh, what, what it, um, the exact definition, I guess, of, of infinity. It, it seems simple. I, I understand the simple concept of it, but the more I look into it, it's not so simple. It's a lot like reality. And one one question that bothers me day in and day out, and, and, and this is where email time comes in, and you guys got to start interacting again, talkjunkie at gmail.com. Am I the only one that, that questions it? I have an unquenchable uh, thirst to 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 see a that reality as I know reality is reality, and b to to experience something outside of that reality. Uh, obviously, DMT mushrooms, um, ayahuasca would would be high on that list, and. and I, I'm tentative about the mushroom thing because, I, you know, I, they're, they're, I've experienced that before, and it wasn't a it wasn't an experience that profoundly impacted me. And, and the 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 DMT and ayahuasca are the highest on that list, but with any of those three, I, I think that maybe I need. Um, something to someone with me to, to help guide me and, and, and help me, uh, with, with doing that. And it, I, there, there's a lot of negative connotation and a lot of talk about things like that. They're like, you know, why, why would you want to do that and experience that? And that, 
that can't be real. Well, I mean, anything can be anything. And I don't know that can't be real, you know. And and with work being done with DMT now and, and, and this new method with um, the IV drip to sustain the... Uh, uh, the DMT uh, trip, you know, and, and make it somewhat more similar to the all-inclusive kind of long-term, or not long-term, but longer experience of ayahuasca. Um, I, I wonder, is it not possible that it's a key? Is it not possible that this is reality, and, and I believe that it is, I, th- that what we experience every day is reality because it is what we perceive collectively and manifest collectively as reality. But the question to me would be, is there opportunity for other reality? And I think that there is. I think that there definitely is opportunity for other reality. And I think that it would not be such a big deal to me if, uh, if if I didn't have some type of feeling inside that there was something more than that, you know, I've I've been drunk, I, you know, as as far as being drunk, I, I'm not going to experience another reality drunk, and I, I understand that, and I, and and I guess that that helps me to not enjoy the experience of being drunk as as much as I once desired and thought I enjoyed it. Uh, but also, I, I've smoked marijuana, and though I think it alters my state in a positive manner, at least it did 20 years ago. I don't know what it would do. I, that's a complete and total lie. I have done it once in the last 20 years, and it did for the better impact me in a way that I felt was positive. But I could not do it until I was laid off, and, and I can't do it now because of my job. If I could, yes, I would participate in it very frequently. And I feel that I get a positive out of it. But I think it's because I approach it from a positive aspect, you know, uh, and, and think of it in a positive aspect. And and now I could do it with the thought of expanding on certain experiences and thought processes and instead of just doing it to be doing it to get high. Um but obviously, I don't think those things can compare to uh, ayahuasca or, or DMT. And the, the, the facts, the things we do know around these substances and, and the similarities that people have in their experiences do make me wonder, you know. And, and I could be off on this. And, and, you know, any technical people out there... Uh, very tech-savvy people tell me, but if I had a computer, um, an old Windows computer, and I'm functioning completely from Windows, and I'm doing everything in life from Windows, and I am that computer, and my life exists through Windows. Of course, you know, there's the DOS prompt and all that before, but I don't experience that. That was created into me, programmed into me, and I experience Windows. And I experience Windows for the total existence of my life. Now, unbeknownst to me, 
the same time Windows was installed, Linux was installed. And um, there's actually the possibility on my system because I am a combination of the hardware and the software. And there's within my hardware, there's program software. And that software has the ability to switch operating systems, to switch from the reality that I exist in that is Windows to the reality that I exist in that is Linux. At the deepest core, at my uh, most, I guess, deepest programming, I have a knowledge, I I have a knowledge um, programming-wise somewhere inside me that there are multiple operating systems there. But I've only ever operated in the Windows. And... Nowhere in in my icons or 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 in uh, any of any of my files, I, I have you know two options that I know of: shut down and run. I don't know push F11 and boot Linux instead or whatever the case may be. I don't know that that option's there, but it is there, and it requires something. Or someone to initiate a different process for me to then end up in Linux instead of Windows. Now, these are two very different things. Life and operating systems. I understand that. But I would be remiss if I didn't say that I see a similarity in that thought process that may be reality as we know it. Life as we know it is one operating system that we've operated on our entire life. And the programming's in there for something more, for something different. We just need someone to hit F11. 